You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. Welcome. We are now live. I hope you are ready to talk about emotions in English. I hope you are ready to be challenged because I tried to make this lesson at about the B2, maybe even C1 level. So we are not going to be talking about happy and sad, but if you saw on the thumbnail, we are going to be talking about shame and remorse and euphoria. So hopefully this is going to be a challenging one for you. I have pictures, I have sentences, so hopefully it won't be too bad. But let's say hello to some people. Brad, how are you? I don't remember seeing your name before. If you are new here, please hit that subscribe button. Abbas, how are you? Tree, how are you? Could be try. Try. Right, Winter. That is a familiar name. And of course, Sita. Just spoke with Sita. She's a channel member. We spoke in the members chat. Omron's here. Hello again. Thank you for reminding me the English lesson was about to start. Danny. Just saw Danny. Omron again. Michael Mahmood tried several times to get on the members chat, but the connection was not great. Of course. Filippo, we had a good chat. Sani, how are you? Muhammad, how are you? Yelena, welcome. Present Gaming, what's going on? Very difficult name there. 7413, maybe Mr. Hung. Could be Mrs. Hung. How are you? And Megas here. Welcome. What do you say? We should probably get into the... Chris, what's going on? Thank you for the nice compliment. Freddie, FD. Okay, we definitely need to get started, right? Because you are here to learn English. So let's talk about some emotions. That's the thumbnail. I tried to make a thumbnail that people would want to click on. So euphoria, shame, curiosity. And we'll also talk about an idiom that uses curiosity. It's a rather violent one. Curiosity killed the cat, but no animals will be harmed in this lesson. Okay, before we go any further though, Sita, thank you so much for the super chat. Sorry for my earbuds. Uh, no, it's fine. Um, Sita just has a very powerful microphone, but it's always good to uh, talk with Sita. So thank you. Speaking of loud things, I need to change this, but as of right now, this might be a little loud. Me thanking Sita for the very generous super chat. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, I've been told that's a little loud, but Sita, thank you so much. I think we could have worked with it. I think it would have been fine. Um, and I will send you a message after. I think there's a way to fix that. But Sita, thank you so much. So yeah, we are going to be talking about curiosity killed the cat. Euphoria. Let's talk about euphoria. This is the definition of euphoria. You might also hear euphoric. We will talk about the adjective form in just a second. But euphoria, maybe you can see from the pictures. It looks like people are very, very happy. And that is what the definition of euphoria is. Like, really, really happy. Euphoria is when you are super happy. Like, really, really happy. How about this? Winning the game filled him with euphoria and he couldn't stop smiling all day. Now, Filippo mentioned one of his children, I won't give too much information, but does a sport at the national level 
one of his children will be going to another part of the planet to compete in this sport. And I'm sure as a father, he is filled with euphoria to see his children compete like that. He must be very proud, very happy. The adjective is euphoric. So I'm sure when he travels to another part of the world to see his child perform, it's got to be a euphoric feeling, like really, really happy, really, really happy. Uh, the next one we have here is anticipation. Anticipation. I think I have a pretty simple definition for you here. Anticipation means when you look forward to something happening in the future. So I'm sure if you have a big trip planned, you might have anticipation for that trip. A couple members were talking about getting together. And before that happened, like they met in person. So before that happened, I'm sure there was a lot of anticipation for the event. Like a little nervousness, definitely happy, maybe a little euphoria in there. How about this? She felt a sense of anticipation as she waited for her birthday party to begin. Come on, little kids, right? There's something that's going on in the United States this month where I think a lot of children have some anticipation. And we might also use anticipated for the verb, like they anticipated an event. In the United States right now, many children are anticipating Halloween night because they will get lots of candy. Anticipation. Little nervousness there. She had so much anticipation, she couldn't wait any longer. Look at those people in the picture. I mean, they look like they are waiting for something and they look like they are very happy for it. All right, let's check the chat. If you do have any questions, there are only 37 people here. So I think I will be able to answer your questions if you leave them in the chat. All right, so here's a question about euphoria. Like, what is the opposite of euphoria? And it might be, I'm going to try to use another really big word here. You might have to look it up, but trepidation. Trepidation, actually, trepidation is probably more the opposite for anticipation. So if you are nervous about something, so much that you don't want it to happen, you might say trepidation. But the opposite of euphoria, don't know, doom and gloom, I guess. I mean, a simple one would be just sadness, depression. You know, those might be a couple. Let's see here, going up a little bit. Mode, what's going on? Good to see you. Nikita, welcome, welcome. Yeah, if you find out where Mode Eggs is from, let me know. Because he uh, he's very coy about it. If someone is coy, that means they don't tell you the answer. They don't lie about it but they're very mysterious about it. So he is being very coy. And I know it's very boring, just trepidation. Thank you. Trepidation, uh, melancholy. Yeah, that would be the opposite of euphoria. So if somebody is feeling melancholy, it's a, it's not depression, but it's, it's a fair amount of sadness. Good one. Um, let's see here. Thought there was something. Oh yeah, mode. Why am I not streaming on Facebook? Um, it got a little busy. You know, I was missing things in the chat, 
So I didn't want to have too many people in the chat. So I think, I think it's better on Facebook. And then I will put some of this on uh, YouTube after question. Hey, Brent, are you going to jump on Bob's lesson after we wrap up this? Yes. And I will have a link after the stream here. Bob, the Canadian is going to be doing a live question and answer. And yes, I'm going to be hanging out in his chat. Always a good time. Always a good time. Chris, to be honest, uh, this sounds like a compliment. So let, let me let me make the screen here. Just let's stop and pause for a second. To be honest, Brent is the most skillful teacher. I don't know if that's true, but I love to hear it. He has a unique method for teaching English. Thank you so much. I have been doing it for quite a while though. So 20, 21 years now, I think. Harry from Indonesia, long time no see. I think we said this, right? Try um, the opposite of anticipation. Big word here, but you might want to uh, actually mode wrote it down for us. Trepidation. Yeah. So that is before something happens and you're a little nervous about it. So let's say you were flying somewhere. This is from Filippo's story. So let's say you are flying somewhere and you're a little nervous of flying. Maybe you're scared of flying or you're scared of heights. So before the plane takes off, maybe the night before you have to fly, you could have a fair amount of trepidation. Yeah. Huge shout out to today's sponsor, Link. I just filmed an English lesson and I'm taking a walk through the woods. And one of the things I love to do when I have a little time on my hands is use Link to listen to my Portuguese or my Italian. I have been using Link for over three years. I love taking YouTube videos, downloading them into Link, and studying the transcripts. You can even do it with my lessons. Link is the only app you need for translating, keeping track of the words you know in English, and listening just to the audio if you like. On the way to work, I open Link and listen to Portuguese audio. When I walk through the woods i use link to listen to portuguese audio if you want to see more about link check the description there's a special offer down there for you 35 percent off a year-long membership again thanks so much to link for sponsoring this video trepidation yeah productive day productive day hopefully all right Oh yeah, of course. Mo doesn't want to say it. That's fine. Okay. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. I got some slides here somewhere. Again, hey, Sita, thank you so much. Um, where are my slides? After Chris says, hey, Brent is a very skillful teacher. Now, I can't find my uh, my slides. We did anticipation, didn't we? We did. Oh no. Here's one that's not so nice. This is resentment. So we will have some good feelings, some good emotions, and some bad emotions. Resentment is one of those bad emotions. Resentment is when you feel angry about something that happened in the past. You might also hear the term, you can't let it go. So in the past, somebody has done something to you that has made you upset, that has made you angry, and you can't get over it. That feeling is still there of how could you do this to me? Resentment. How about this? He had a lot of resentment because his friend borrowed his bicycle and didn't return it. So I'm not sure if you've ever had this situation. Maybe you lent your friend something and they don't return it. So you have to ask them for it and hopefully they give it back. But before you ask, you might say, hey, I hope they return it just so I don't have to make it awkward 
and ask them for this item back. Do you remember a couple weeks ago, um, I had a leak in my ceiling again and I couldn't go live. I had to postpone the live until the next week. Well, my brother lent me a big fan to help me dry out my basement. And that was several weeks ago and I still have the fan. Mm. I hope my brother doesn't resent me. I think I'm going to see him later today. I need to remind him about the fan. Lex, actually, I should just, hey Siri, text Ben. Sorry, I still have your fan. Hopefully, hopefully that makes it better. So hopefully my brother Ben won't resent me. What about this? He resented his friend because he never returned his bike. So resentment is the noun, which you will hear quite a bit, but resented is the verb. So this emotion can be used as a verb or a noun, very common verb or a noun. Sometimes we'll talk about the adjective like we did with euphoria. So because we talked about a, a bad emotion, let's talk about a good one, like a really good one. Compassion. Compassion is when you feel kindness and want to help someone who is sad or suffering. I just did a English lesson at a, um, an animal shelter. I just did an English lesson at an animal shelter and all of the people work there have a lot of compassion. They feel love for animals and they want to help them. They are very compassionate people. That's the adjective form. So you can have compassion or you can be compassionate. She showed compassion by comforting her friend when they were feeling sad. Compassionate. Compassionate is the adjective form. She is a compassionate person. All right, let's just check the chat here. Make sure nobody else is in need of having a question unanswered. Let's see where. There you go. Portuguese. Not that different. Oh, I anticipate I can speak English without any difficulties in the future. I'm sure you will. Sure you will. Nice voice, tolerant person. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> nice when others, even if they don't speak respectfully. Ah, yeah, I don't mind that. It's too much. I don't mind that much. Uh, thank you. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. If I kind of like the troll sometimes, everybody on my channel is so nice, but you know, every so often we have, uh, we have a troll in our midst. That's okay. Does resentment have the same meaning as anger? Not quite. Um, they're a little bit different. So you can have anger without having resentment. Um, but resentment doesn't mean anger. It can, but it could be also disappointment. I did mention um, there's some awkwardness. If you go back to this couple in the bed, they could be angry with each other. They could be disappointed with each other. It could be rather awkward where you are mad at this person or you're angry at this person and um, you still have to sleep in the same bed with them. So a lot of times resentment and anger go hand in hand, but they're slightly different. Yeah. So I'm sure like if my brother, and I don't think he is, if he is resenting me, or not returning his fan. He's probably not angry at me, but he's just like, come on, Brent. Why, 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 why? Just, I might need that fan and you're taking advantage of me because you're not returning it. 
So now I have to like do the work and ask you for it and maybe pick it up. So it's not always anger. Hopefully, hopefully that's clear. All right. No, I wouldn't say that. Ahmed, um, I couldn't pick up the pieces of what happened. No, I don't think that um, quite works. Um, yeah, definitely. Our decision has caused resentment among us. Yeah, I hope so. Sita. I mean, I just know uh, she says, if you're listening to the podcast, I agree. Mega Brent makes us feel really comfortable speaking to him. I know how much it takes to get on camera and speak a language you are not comfortable with it's not your native language or but most of the time when people get on camera they are pretty comfortable speaking english or at least it sounds like that uh question i was recently thinking of a word way stronger than upset i was close to exploding yeah that's for sure that's a good way to describe it yeah upset isn't even like mad upset happens before you get mad and then maybe a word for even madder than mad might be furious that might be a, a good one to use so hey my brother maybe he's a little upset with me for not returning his fan but he's probably not angry and i definitely think that he's not furious yeah no yeah hopefully that yeah, moms are great for compassion, aren't they? Uh, great question. Does compassion have the same meaning as forgiveness? No, no. And this is why. So the people at the animal shelter, they are compassionate. They want to help animals. But if you forgive somebody... That means somebody has done something wrong to you in the past. Now, we just talked about resentment, right? So usually for resentment to end, there is forgiveness. And I don't think I have that as one of the emotions. But if you forgive somebody, that's the verb, if you forgive somebody, then they've done something wrong to you in the past, but then you say, it's okay. I can get over it. We might use that English phrasal verb. So you can't, maybe they said sorry, and then you have forgiven them. You say that it's, it's okay. Filippo, seems like you've been a member for longer than five months, maybe five months and you took a break or something, but Filippo has been with the channel for a while. Watch your ears. This might be a little loud. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. All right, I just uh, checked with my brother. He, 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 he texted me back and said, no worries. So I don't think he's resenting me right now. That's a good thing. Uh, can you explain this feeling cozy? I sure can. I sure can. Luckily, I think I've had this one before. But coat, look at this. We got a lot of green going on. Is it too much green? Should I change the, I can change it. Did you know that? I can change the color. I can change the color on the fly. If you do something on the fly, it means you can do it in the moment. So maybe that's too much green. That's not very professional of me, right? I should be answering English questions and not messing with the lights. I can't even find my app on my phone. All right, let's change it. Yellow now. What if we had like a nice purple? Does purple and green go together? I don't know. Let me know. Let me know in the chat. Should I change the purple now? Maybe it looked better because it was green. But cozy, I'm going to give you a situation. You are sitting in a very comfortable chair. 
comfortable and cozy sometimes go hand in hand. If you are comfortable, you might be cozy. If you're cozy, you are definitely comfortable. So you are sitting in a nice, comfortable chair. Maybe there is a fire near you, maybe a fire in the fireplace. You have some hot chocolate or some nice warm tea in a cup and you're reading a book. Maybe it's snowing outside, but you are nice and warm inside. I think that's cozy in English. I think so. And just add more spice and it becomes Portuguese. Man, I wish it was that easy. Arroni. What is going on? Shivkat, hope everything is going well with you today. Marcus, thank you. I hope maybe maybe you're talking about somebody else. Um, okay, resentment and resent. Oh, okay, Freddie. Question. What's the difference between resentment and resentful? That's a good question. So it's just resentment is a noun. So it's it's a thing. It's something that you might have. And then resentful would be describing a person, probably. So they have resentment. They are a resentful person. Hopefully that helps. Okay, purple and green, Freddie says, are going well together. Let's do it. I don't know, Mr. Azaz. I don't know. What's the meaning of I have to beg off? That might be British English or Australian English but I don't think it's American English or Canadian English. We've got some Italian going on. Come stai? Tutto bene? Tutto bene. Tutto. I'm getting confused with my Portuguese now that I'm learning. Tutto bene. That's more Portuguese. Tutto bene? Tutto bene. All right. It's... <laughs> I knew this a couple months ago until I started studying another language. Let's get back to the lesson. No, you know what? I think no. Let's not get back to the lesson quite yet. See what I'm doing there? No. Let's let's study some more uh, Portuguese because this is a Portuguese learning channel. Filippo definitely needs no fireplace. Yeah, we, we were just talking about that in the members chat, right? No. Too hot still, no fireplace. All right, now let's get back to the lesson. Resentful, compassionate. We talked about that, but we haven't talked about overwhelmed. I have a definition for you. Overwhelmed. That means feeling like you have too much to do or too many things to handle. And it makes you stressed or anxious. So take a look at that picture. Take a look at the woman in the picture. It looks like she has a cell phone being pushed in her face. She has looks, looks like some papers. Looks like she might have a report she has to look at. She's got one laptop in front of her. And then, I don't know, is somebody pushing a, an iPad towards her? So she might feel overwhelmed with all of those things going on. So I know young parents with young children might feel overwhelmed. They have a job. Maybe they're trying to learn English. They have their kids. Like sometimes you can feel overwhelmed or the situation can be overwhelming. Let's take a look at an example sentence. She felt overwhelmed with all the homework she had to complete in one night. So when you have too much to do, too many responsibilities, too many duties, you can feel overwhelmed. And a lot of times, if you feel overwhelmed, you feel stress. The next one, vulnerable, vulnerable. Vulnerable means being in a situation where you can easily get hurt or feel weak. And I'm going to talk about a couple types of people that are especially, especially vulnerable. And in the picture, 
I don't know. This man, to me, he looks a little older. I don't know if I would call him an, an old man, but he's a little older. So a lot of times, older people, or we, we might use the elderly, older people or the elderly are often vulnerable. I mean, we've probably all heard stories of just older people going for a walk or just walking to the refrigerator and they break a hip. Last week we talked about bones, didn't we? That English lesson. So it's very easy for older people to break bones, unfortunately. So they're vulnerable. They are easily hurt. They can feel weak sometimes. And if you look, this poor man's probably sick. He's got a mask on. She's got a mask on. So he's probably pretty vulnerable. You know, just a, a cold or the flu could, could really cause him some problems. But we talked about compassionate. And it looks like that woman, I think she's a woman. She's also wearing a mask. But she has her hand on the older man's shoulder. We could probably call her compassionate. So it looks like she is trying to take care of that elderly man because he is vulnerable. How about this? Children are vulnerable when they cross the street. Like they're so small. Sometimes bigger cars can't see them. So they need to be careful and look both ways. Yeah. Children, older people are often vulnerable animals are often vulnerable how about this a little mouse in a cage full of snakes would definitely be vulnerable we talked about cage last week in the bones lesson talked about rib cage vulnerable how about this next one remorse 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 is when you feel really bad and sorry because you did something wrong or you hurt someone's feelings. So this could go with resent, resentful. The other person might feel resentment for what you did and you might feel remorse, which is another way to say you feel sorry about what you did. Remorse. She had remorse after getting into a fight with her sister. Maybe she said some things she shouldn't have. Maybe she misread the situation. And then after that fight, the sister feels bad. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. It's another way to say remorse. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. You feel bad for what you did. So you can have remorse or you can feel remorseful. He was remorseful after he sent the nasty letter to his sister. Yeah, poor sister. Like people are getting into fights with her. People are sending nasty letters. I did have that as the boss. But then I thought, well, if you send a nasty letter to your boss, you might get fired. So I don't know if that was quite remorse or not. All right, let's see here. Absolutely, absolutely. People who have lost their jobs could be vulnerable. Absolutely, when you don't have enough money to pay for medicine and stuff. Yeah, good one, MD. Filippo. Grazie mille. Jeez, I need to... Brush up on my Italian, I guess, again. Jeez. Um, you can also be mentally vulnerable. If you have a weak personality, you can be bullied or something like that. Absolutely. Great example. And thank you so much for the super chat. I know Filippo works hard for his money. Sometimes he's even working when these English lessons are starting. Not today, though. Not today. But I do have a little something for you. 
Watch your ears. Thanks so much for the super chat. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. This might be a good time to remind everybody like, hey, maybe share this English lesson with somebody. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. I'm going to take another drink of water. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. Yeah, Filippo, thank you so much for that. Oh, yes, Freddie Wolf. Regrets. You, you better, it's maybe, it's better to have regrets rather than, rather than remorses. Yeah, I think regrets is a little bit stronger. Great point. Regrets is a little stronger than remorse. Yeah, regrets. Very similar though. Like if you've done something, you wish you hadn't done it. Regret, remorse, but regret might be stronger. Great point. Oh, geez, man. Omron, good one. Remorse and pity. Is there a difference? Oh, short answer is yes, there is. Um, but how to explain it? Because pity might, excuse me, after I take a drink of water. Um, pity. So I've discussed remorse. Pity, though, you might feel bad for somebody else. Um, you could feel pity if, um, well, right now, well, hmm. Let's see here. Let's let's look up a definition of pity. I could probably share it on the screen because they are different here. Feeling so compassion. Yeah, I think I can share it on the screen. So um so I know there's a difference, but uh I just don't know how to explain it because they are so close. But here, I'll read the definition for you and then hopefully you can figure out the difference, but pity, the feeling of sorrow, just another way to say sadness and compassion. Yeah. That's the part where pity has something to do with somebody else where you're like feeling sorry because somebody else is suffering like the misfortunes it says there. Um, so it's a little bit different. Remorse is more for what you did and pity is feeling bad for somebody else. Hope that helps. Hope that helps. All right. Ooh, pangs. It's good. That's a good word to know. Pangs of remorse. Um, pangs are usually feelings you have in your stomach. So you could have um, pangs of sadness pangs of remorse, but you could also have hunger pangs, which is when you're hungry and your stomach starts to hurt. Yeah. Ah, Omron, I hope it does. I hope it does hurt. I, mean, I hope it does help. And someone says nerd. <laughs> what does that mean? Is that, a, are you saying that about me? Hopefully we need some trolls in here. All right. I'll take it though. Nerds. Nerd, you can wear nerd as a badge of honor. Nerd means like somebody who likes to learn things. Ooh, we'll talk about curiosity a little bit later. All right. Oh, absolutely. This is a good one. Well, remorse. No, I would say regret, Chef Cat. I would say regret. So I still have, you might say, I still, let's say I, I have regrets. I regret that I didn't study English enough last year. That might be it. Yeah, I regret. Yeah. Hope that helps. Omron, thank you so much. Very kind, very generous. Like almost every week here, Omron, uh, Filippo, Sita are leaving super chats. 
watch your ears. I will remake this so it's not so loud, but right now it's loud. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, Omron, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I will use that on my trip to Dubai next year. Yeah, everything goes back into the channel. I think in a couple weeks, I think, I think my wife and I will be taking a road trip. We will definitely have fun on the road trip, but I will teach English in a new state, I hope. A state I've never been to, but it's a really long drive. It is 30 hours of driving over a long weekend. So I don't know. I have a place. I have an Airbnb there, but I might might have to cancel it. It might be just too much. Too much. All right, Chef Cat. No problem. Oh no. Keyboard is broken. That's all good. It was, it was a good laugh. Nerd. I love it. A right, question. Remorse is a noun. Yes, you can have remorse. Yes, Chris. And you can feel remorseful. Yeah. Good question. Really? Well, Muhammad, we might have to get together because I will almost, almost definitely be in Dubai next June, the end of June. I think June 18th or 19th, I will be in Dubai. Yeah, that would be amazing. I'll let you know. All right, back to the lesson here. We just talked about vulnerable and remorse, remorseful. But how about this next one? Irritation. You can have irritation. That's the noun. You can be irritated. Let's talk about what it means. Irritation is when something or someone bothers you and makes you a little bit angry or annoyed irritated. It's almost like before you become angry. It's that emotion right before anger, irritation, um, a bug. How about this? A bug that's flying around you. That can be irritating. You can feel irritation. I mean, you're probably not angry. It's like, get out of here. You get irritated. How about this? The loud music from the party next door caused me a great deal of irritation because I wasn't able to fall asleep. So you're not so angry that you're going to stomp over there and start yelling at them, but maybe you really wanted to get to sleep and it's just hard for you to get to sleep. You're irritated, not mad, not angry. Maybe. If it goes on for a little longer, you will, and then you'll become furious and you'll go over there. Maybe you'll carry a baseball bat with you to prove your point. Hey, you kids, turn that music down. I'm going to start breaking windows. Or maybe. But irritated isn't that bad. I was irritated because the party next door went on until the wee hours of the morning. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the wee hours of the morning. That might be a new term for you. That just means the really early hours of the morning. Like when I hear the wee hours of the morning, I think 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. Those are the wee hours of the morning. Maybe, maybe not 5 a.m. Because people start waking up they have to go to work maybe at five, but certainly two or three o'clock in the morning. Those are the wee hours of the morning. And the next one, I really like this one. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Nostalgia is when you remember and miss the good times from the past. So a lot of times when I smell turkey in the oven, it makes me think of Thanksgivings from the past and I'll feel nostalgic. 
That's the adjective. Thinking about the times when my mom was cooking turkey for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I feel very nostalgic. Oh my gosh. Next year, guess what? I graduated high school in 1994. So next year, in 2024, it will be my 30th year out of high school. Can you believe that? And sometimes high school classes will have reunions. And I think that comes from the French when you get together. So I think my class is going to have a 30th reunion next year. Who knows? I may be in Dubai and Jordan and I won't be able to go, but I'll probably feel really nostalgic if that happens. That's the adjective. Nostalgic. Let's look at another um, example here. Looking at old photos filled me with nostalgia for my childhood. I felt very nostalgic. Sometimes you can get a little sad when you think back on the times that you had. Man, those were good times. You can feel very nostalgic. Sometimes you can be sad because you're getting so old. 30 years out of high school? Jeez. All right, let's look for some more questions. Oh, yeah. Chef Ket, I can imagine. If there is trash all over the street, yeah, you might be irritated with your neighbors. Like, pick up after yourself. Come on. Mm, Harry, good question. Irritated and annoyed? Yeah, those are like almost the same. Yeah. If a bug is flying around you, yeah, that can be annoying. Yeah. I don't know if they're quite synonyms, but I think they can almost, almost be used interchangeably. Annoying, irritated. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I don't know, a bad comment? Could it be an irritation for me? I don't know, maybe. Sometimes they make me laugh, though. Oh, Sita, thank you so much. Thank you. This lesson is just amazing. Lots of new words or good ones to use. If you already knew these, if you knew some of these, and I know Sita's English is at a very high level, um, but I think a lot of these are, are quite challenging. All right. Yeah, right, Winter. Irritation is the, well, if you put up with something, you let it continue. So I guess you could be irritated, but you also put up with it. So let's think about that music that's playing at the party. So you're trying to go to sleep, you're irritated, but you're putting up with it. I mean, you're not going over there knocking on the door and asking them to stop. So you can be irritated, but also put up with it. I hope that makes sense. So if you put up with something, you allow it to continue. Hope that helps. How are we doing on time? Bobby Canadian is going live in eight minutes to do some questions and some answers. I will be done before then. Uh, deja vu. Deja vu was different from nostalgia. That's a good one. Um, we, and we, I think we take that right from the French, right? So in English, deja vu means you've already, you think you've already been in this place before. Like it's almost like time travel where you experience the situation as if it's happened before. It's like, wait, oh. And it's usually very quick. In English, deja vu means you think you've done it already, but maybe you haven't, but you're a little confused. Like, whoa, 
I just felt deja vu right there. Like, have we been here before? Have we had this conversation before? Yeah, that's that's deja vu. All right, so Colombia. I think I know just enough Spanish, and this is just easy enough for me to to understand. I think Javier is saying hello, teacher. Good day, and I will be in Colombia in April. Bogota for about four hours, I think, because my flight goes from, I think, Rio, maybe Sao Paulo, to Bogota, and then Bogota to Boston. So I will be, I can say I was in Colombia for four hours. So just a stopover, just a layover. Oh yeah, you're having nostalgia with your wife. It's good to look back on times. Yeah, so my wife and I, I've been together almost 30 years. So yeah, we will have some uh, nostalgic feelings. All right, you love you love reunions with old folks. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I was quite old. But maybe maybe to you, since you are still in your your twenties, maybe you you do think that that's old. All right. What? What? Sir, please, what about hate hate pets? I don't know. Just, I don't know. Just get rid of them, I guess. Oh, but maybe you have to live with someone who has a pet. I've been there before. Yeah. Maybe a pet irritates you a little bit too. That's right. Doc itch. Oh, did I say irritate? Yeah. So your, your skin, I almost wanted to mention the other definition of irritate, but I thought it would be too confusing. But since Omron mentioned it, maybe take a look at the English lesson I did at a resort. And sometimes you can talk about your skin being irritated. So I was talking with Danny earlier today. I mean, in Paris, apparently there are a lot of bed bugs. I don't know if I believe it or not. It might have been just a slow news day. They needed some news to report, but in the United States, there were some stories of bed bugs being all over Paris. And like I said to Danny, when they were interviewing people, they couldn't find anybody that had seen bed bugs. But if you do get bit by bed bugs, your skin will be irritated. So that's another way you might hear irritated used in English. They're very, very similar because it's both like, you know, annoying, like we said, but all right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, it's all in caps there, Filippo. Um, please explain the feeling. I can't wait for you to come to Italy. Yeah, I think anticipation, right? Anticipation. When And I, I will be coming to Italy, I think, in 2025. But yeah, when you have that feeling like you want it to happen, like you can't wait. Yeah, I think in English, we call that anticipation. I think I have two more left. We need to do this, right? Before Bob the Canadian. Well, I got three left. Oh gosh, I got a lot left. Bob the Canadian. Hang on. Okay, I don't want to do these too quickly, but I also want to get over there for Bob the Canadian. And I think we have a couple minutes. So let's look at apprehension. This is almost the opposite of anticipation. Apprehension. This is when you feel a little worried or nervous about something that might happen in the future. Apprehension. You have apprehension. You could be a little apprehensive. She felt apprehension before taking a big test at school. She was very apprehensive. So that means when you are worried about something happening in the future. 
about this next one going kind of quickly here resilience resilience means being able to bounce back and keep going even when things are tough you don't give up and if you are learning english you have to be resilient that's the adjective form you have to have resilience because it's hard you are going to have some bad days learning english you might feel frustrated you might want to give up but if you keep going you have resilience you are resilient how about this sentence despite facing many challenges her resilience helped her succeed in school so you can be resilient you can have resilience all right one of my favorites because i get to talk about an idiom we use in english quite a bit oh and somebody earlier said in the chat they were wondering um do i use these i do quite a bit yeah not every day but probably a couple times a month i will use these um, they are upper level like i said before probably c1 b2 what about curiosity here curiosity is when you want to know and learn about new things because you find them interesting children i have a couple pictures of children here they have a lot of curiosity that is the noun form and if you want to describe somebody you could say they are curious and those two people those two children in that picture look pretty curious to me how about this his curiosity led to let start that again his curiosity led him to explore the forest and discover many different kinds of bugs so curiosity is usually a good thing but sometimes it's a bad thing and in english we have this idiom called curiosity killed the cat so this is when curiosity can get you in trouble so how about this imagine two co-workers let's call them alex and chris and they see a folder on their boss's desk labeled confidential if you see the words confidential that means it should be kept secret like it's probably not for everyone to know if you see a folder on your boss's desk that says confidential you should probably leave it alone but they are not going to alex is very curious and opens the folder to see what's inside chris warns hey remember alex curiosity killed the cat this means that alex's curiosity could lead to trouble like getting in trouble with their boss because they were looking at confidential information so they became curious or so curious at least alex did that he opened this or she alex could be a girl's name uh, and if the boss walks in like, what are you doing right now why are you looking at that that's confidential you fired so curiosity could get him fired and i think we have one more hang on i think we have one more one more shame shame is when you feel very embarrassed and bad about something you did shame is the noun the adjective to describe someone is shameful shame she felt a deep sense of shame after accidentally spilling juice all over the floor during the party yeah you you can't take it back you feel bad that you did it and since this is a family channel i wanted to say juice instead of some alcohol and i know some people watching may not drink any alcohol listen bob the canadian three minutes bob is live now yes omron so let me oh man chef cat 
Turkey, definitely on the list of countries to visit. Cappadocia, my goodness. Yes. Hey, I am going to find Mr. Bob, the Canadian. You probably know his channel and everything, but I would love to give the link for Mr. Bob, the Canadian. He should come right up. I watch him a lot. Well, I came up first. Uh, let me get this. Um, look at that. Can you hear him? But we could we could just stay here and watch. Let's see here. Share. Make sure I like it. Look at that. Give him some likes there. Boom. Windsor. I'm not sharing it. I can share it. And we're still in the minivan stage right now. Okay. Uh, from Renata, by the way, I, I do have I this set up as well. Shared. From Renata. Hi, Bob. I don't know yeah. if native it's English there. speakers so use the word I telenovela. I'm going to get out of here. But before I do, I want to thank you all for showing up to this live English lesson. We'll do it again sometime. I'm not sure about next week, but uh, maybe the week after. So if you go over to Bob the Canadian, say, hey, Brent sent me. There's a, there's a, oh, you're late. Adem, we're all going over to uh, Bob the Canadian, okay? All right, I'll see you over there. Adios, amigos.